This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. DeRusha at the bottom of the hour makes his regular Thursday appearance. Jim Pete with us uh, at uh, 2.05. We had to record Jim this morning and I'm I'm bummed because when we recorded Jim, the Ricky Rubio news was not quite official yet. But we just had a window where we either get Jim or we lose Jim. And I'll mention this again when we uh, chat with Jim. In fact, close circuit to you, don't just roll right into it. Let me set it up again because ideal world we would have asked Jim multiple questions about Ricky Ruby. Because you think Rubio, what first comes to mind? The promise. What Rubio was going to be. This is when the franchise was doing nothing. Him showing up <clears throat> at the airport and hundreds of Wolves fans there to greet him. Right? You You think the end of the KG era when he's like, please don't trade me. That was it. As as bad as they were, <coughs> he is an incredibly loyal person, Garnett is, and an incredibly stubborn person. And even though, you know, they had fallen pretty hard, 05, 06, 06, 07, he did not want to be traded. They had to convince him, and it certainly helped when the Celtics acquired Ray Allen. And then when Danny Ainge made the deal, and I still think Mikhail absolutely positively just said, Rajon Rondo, or there's no deal. Celtics can sit here and say they weren't going to do it. I think in the end they would have. Who am I? Just having talked to a lot of people at the time, I still believe that. I know Kevin doesn't believe that. And I know the Celtics, it's, it's convenient for them to say now, we wouldn't have done it. Man, I'm just telling you, there are two high-up people in the Wolves organization, and one who knows Doc Rivers really well, who was convinced that in the end, Danny and Doc Rivers would have blinked and included Rajon Rondo. And then that Al Jefferson and Rajon Rondo for KG looks a lot different mm. as opposed to just an amazing deal for the Celtics. But... The Wolves, now, <clears throat> the most underrated deal McHale ever made, and it was a brilliant deal, was, you know, trading O.J. Mayo for Kevin Love. 
mean, there's no comparison. Kevin Love is a Hall of Fame player. And Kevin Love, for a couple of years, was bleeping brilliant here. That is forgotten way, way too quickly. How spectacular Love was for a couple of years. Where I mean, he, he would take on Durant. He would take on the best players and be the best player on the floor. And all that changed in Cleveland because seemingly right now, unless you're Anthony Davis, if you're a power forward with LeBron, it doesn't work out that well. But it's the Khan era. It's the David Khan era. Show of hands. I was just going to say, the show of hands era. Show of hands. And his. <laughs> this is uh, when the, the uh, son-in-laws were running the, the operation for Glenn. They made a lot of bad decisions. And they couldn't get the right people. And finally, Rob Moore and Glenn went to David Stern. You know, one of the two greatest commissioners in the history of sport, along with Pete Rozelle. And he recommended David Kahn. And it's not often you say this, but David Stern was totally wrong. Because David Kahn was clueless in this area. And the draft happens. And Ricky... Falls to him. And don't tell me that Steph wouldn't work out here, wouldn't come here. They had to draft him. Now, do I think it would have worked out here? I don't. Because people forget the first three to four years in Oakland, it didn't work for Steph. And finally, Mark Jackson's last year, it started to hit. I just, I, I think somehow it wouldn't have worked. But you can't not take him. Would have been nice to give it a try. Hell yes. <laughs> it would have been nice to draft the guy who right now is maybe the 14th best player of all time. It's fine. And who is one of the five or six guys who's revolutionized the game. Be okay better than Johnny Smile. Just, yeah. just a bit. The Wolves could have had their own David Ortiz situation. Yes. Yes, they could have. <laughs> but Ricky was this guy far away. He had that amazing Olympics where... They almost beat Kobe and LeBron and Dwayne Wade. And, like, that game, Rubio, was magical. And he was 19 or something that game. And he comes here, and you're right, the airport. And we're greeting him. And that first year, they have Adelman, a professional coach. People, people forget too quickly Rick Adelman. You know, Rick Adelman, right? I mean, Rick Adelman, Flip, and Finch, those are your – by far, your three best coaches here. Um, and and Ricky's leading him to maybe a playoff spot. Blows out the ACL. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're just thinking, well, it's, it's man, it's they're cursed. It's, it's everything. And he comes back and he has moments. He never lived up to the Ricky Rubio hype. He did not. Was he fun to watch? Sure. Change your face. Those brown eyes, <laughs> the passes, the charisma, the looks, the connection with the town, the connection with Wolves fans, his openness about his mental health, his openness about his uh, his mom's really tough times. Flip, who at one point was not crazy about Ricky. Learned to love him quickly. He had that brief moment where Ricky and KG were playing together. 
And then he he goes. The team was better when he played. Oh, without a doubt. No question they won way more with him than without. He couldn't make a jump shot. He just would have been such a different player because he saw the game brilliantly. Until his body started to betray him, he was an underrated defensive player. It's impossible. It wasn't as impossible to play defense then as it is now. It's a joke now. It's just, honestly, it's a joke. Um, But Tibbs didn't like him because he couldn't make the jump shot. And then, I mean, we had that one here, but my God, Jeff Teague. And, like, Jeff Teague is getting this renaissance because he's kind of funny on uh, podcasts and sometimes he's funny. He was a mutt here. Don't ever forget that. He was lousy, didn't play hard, didn't play games. Ricky goes to Utah, has some success out there with Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. has some success in Cleveland, gets hurt again, and then now it's his mental health, right? And he announces that this is it. It's been a wonderful journey. He put out a beautiful statement. So I'm bummed that I didn't get a chance to talk to Pete about that. But it's just they're flying out, Jim's schedule. Um, what it could have been, I think, is still the Ricky story, right? Yeah. It's it's not to say, like you said, go back. Sure, Johnny and Dane and Britt and Jace and Chris and all those guys can put together the stats of here's the record with Ricky, here's the record without. Even with Tibbs, who didn't like him? I never understood it because Tibbs, you're winning more with Ricky on the floor. Yeah, exactly. And Tibbs, that's where it's funny. Tibbs is way more of an offensive people than offense coach people think. It drove him nuts that he couldn't make the jump shot. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wanted Teague, the guy, to make the jump shot. Well, Teague couldn't guard me. And Ricky was a team guy. Jeff was a Jeff Teague guy. You've got a sick crossover. I though. do. Very, very sick. It's, it's, so, it's, it's literally sick. <laughs> Makes as me a wretch. As, yes. as opposed to sick. Um, you know, in the end, Ricky had a fine career. But when Ricky Rubio emerged in Spain, he wasn't going to have a fine career. He was going to be a hall of bleep and famer. He was going to be the Spanish Pete Maravich. He's going to he, revolutionize the point guard he, position in the exactly. NBA. He was going to play it the right way. Uh, by the way, he had no problem standing up for himself. So I had, you know, I was gone by then. Very limited, few interviews. Everybody, I mean, everybody who I value as a friend who who had time with Ricky, they swear by him. They do. They just, as a human, they loved him. So congrats. I hope you have a great life. But I can't fault Wolves fans for thinking, what if? You know, like they think about a lot of things, <laughs> right? So <laughs> like half of Wolves Twitter is already thinking about this season after last night. Oh, God. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure a third of Wolf's Twitter is thinking this is all set up to get Ricky back here. <laughs> you know, this is all sure, and JB's in on it. You know, so uh, we'll mention again briefly before we lead into Jim. But Ricky Rubio, listen, the Wolves are still the only team in town I care about. I was there for 16 years. I've been gone forever, and I still want them to win. Whereas everybody else, I want the story. I'll just be honest about it. But Ricky is 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 a part of the lore. That's for sure. I want to ask this question before we get to Jason in about 20 minutes. Do we still get big things done in this country? Do we really think we get big things done in our country? At the government level, at the private level. 
Because, man, we, we conspire a lot against each other. And that doesn't mean we shouldn't have opinions and call out our differences. But, man, it seems like we run away from major challenges. And it seems like we do it more and more. Do you personally believe, and I love a phone call, text 651-461-9226. Do we still get major big things done in our country? One of the ways we would brag all the time about our country is, look at all the things we get done. Look at all the opportunities you have. We still have great opportunities. There's no doubt. But do we get big things done in this country? 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, uh, seriously, honestly, why couldn't we have done this yesterday on the last day? Because we had to do it today so you could spend three hours annoyed with me. You're not allowed to say Happy New Year, January 4th on and on the show that I'm a part of. We're doing Happy New Year music. Do we get big things done in this country? Now, the first example I'm going to use, some might say, well, we failed at this for 30 years. So why is it this year? Because I'm talking about the border. Now, if I'm handing out blame politically, I'm giving I'm, – I'm absolutely giving more to Joe Biden than I am to the Republicans. Now, I know what the Joe Biden's defenders and if Joe was here – well, no, if Joe wouldn't be here because I'd have to ask him questions and they hide him. I mean, we hide the president of the United States. For all you defenders of him, where is he? Why doesn't he answer questions? They're worried about him. The border. Joe Biden, Mayorkas, all of them, they did opening day of the administration offer up a proposal. They tried too hard to be different than Donald Trump because Donald Trump's verbiage on the border is at times racist. You know, let's, let's just be blunt. At times it's also effective. And he won the nomination 
for many reasons. You know, sending us their rapists and how strong he was on the border and the wall and Mexico is going to pay for it was a huge part. And and there were areas where they had success. The Trump administration had success. The wall never even came close to living up to his so-called hype. And Mexico never paid a penny. But the stay in Mexico policy and uh, in some areas, were effective. Separating kids and their parents is disgusting and is indefensible. But the Biden administration, to me, Dave, tried too hard. We're going to be different. We're going to be different. They're overwhelmed. And they can get mad at Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and say it's a photo op. Well, of course it's a photo op. It's not a photo op when the Democrats go down there. Give me a break. They're, they're all involved in their photo ops. Just because it's a photo op doesn't mean they shouldn't do it. Yeah, right. And all sides, when it's a photo op, they're telling their side of the story. It's just people get upset when funny it's not their team offering up their side of the story. The border, the border we're not going to solve it like snap of the fingers. Adam Carter, among my skills, mediocre snap of the finger. Here, Carter. He claims he can tell us the time, any time of the day, mm-hmm. any time. Like you could wake him up this morning, one seventeen. Yeah, he doesn't need a watch. One seventeen. No clock. It's like the human sundial. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard in the radio. Would you disagree with me? <laughs> You've heard it, a lot on the radio. Yeah, I've heard a lot. That just out of nowhere, Adam could say, hey, it's 412, 32 seconds. Are eight of the dumbest 10 things you've heard on the radio all from Adam claiming his skills? His, his skill set is <laughs> for a man who I love, who is as talented as anybody, he claims these other skills. It's funny to me. We should make enormous progress on the border. We just should. With the kids who are born here, the dreamers, so many businesses who need more employees overwhelming amount of money sent to secure the border, figure out a way to work through the court system faster. More often than not, it has been the further right Republicans who want everything. But during this run, it's more been on Joe Biden. But like the border is something we're not going to, it's not going to get done as, whoa, it's perfect. It's disastrous right now. We can't be better than disastrous. These are the things at the government level where it's just such a purity test. And Trump is masterful at many things. He's convinced people the purity test for him. We either get our way completely or dead to us. There's plenty of people on the far left who are that way also. So government, we don't accomplish as many big things. You, you know what come back to that would be? Oh, no. The COVID vaccines. They were effective. Look at the number of people dying in the months before COVID vaccines and the number of people dying after. Mm-hmm. Did they live up? To the initial thought of, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get it? No, they did not. Do people still get vaccinated 
and they still get COVID? Yes, they do. I know some people pretty well. <laughs> pretty, pretty well. But in a short amount of time, when there was fear of millions and millions and millions of people dying in this country, under the leadership of the administration of Donald John Trump, it happened. Do we get as many things done in the private sector as we used to, do you think? Well, I mean, you could say certainly the COVID vaccine partly was the private sector. Yeah, all for sure. Pfizer and Moderna coming through. Yep. Johnson & Johnson as well. Yeah. I think we have a better chance of getting things done in the private sector. We do. I agree I with you 100%. It's, I don't think it's even close. I think when you talk about politics, and I'm the first person or nowhere near the first person to suggest that when it comes to the border, when it comes to gun violence, when it comes to fixing our mess of a health care system, you know, you name the giant issues that have been a thorn in our sides here as Americans for years, for decades. Do the parties actually want to get them done or do they want to keep them as a talking point to attack the other party? Such a good point. Like even now, because you have senators who are making progress, I think we're we're going to get a Senate deal on Ukraine, Israel, and the border. But now, because we get a government shutdown looming again, what else is new? There's another mm-hmm. idi- idiocy. We have to deal with a upcoming government shutdown every what six weeks now. Yeah, does that mean we get a new House Speaker coming up pretty soon? Well, now what's happening is Republicans are going to try to by multiple uh, strong reporters, they're going to try to strongly lever the government shutdown and try to get almost everything they want on the border. And if not, then Mike Johnson's done because they felt like he was too squishy. But you're right. Some of this is influenced by our government ineptitude. Do we think in 2024 we have the ability we have every bit as many smart individuals. There are frightening things about AI, but there's amazing things about AI. I, we're still capable of great inventions. I, I, I don't know if that's been limited. But even like in the discourse of new big ideas, if they're unveiled, there's this desire to sabotage them so fast or who are you aligned with politically so I can make a, a, a decision on a car when who cares if it's the biggest MAGA supporter ever or the leftiest lefty, but they just did something to a car which is going to revolutionize how we drive or a new phone or some other communication device. Maybe it's the discourse that causes me to think that. And I'm not saying, I'm not calling for the sanitizing, the, wow, you just have to go along like sheep, because that's clearly not me. But, man, our, our just ability to point fingers and never come together and just just lock in our cement and point fingers is worse than ever. I think it's a sad statement. You want to chime in on this one? I'm going to ask Jason this one when he joins us. You certainly can. 651-461-9226. You're 49 in not yet. Well, 20 days. So I just thought I'd come in hot ageist right off the bat. I mean, off here ageist. 
I off mean, air, I keep it on the air. Yeah, I mean, I'm consistent. I think you're going to have a tough time with his ages. Like you're 48. I have three weeks and one year left to be ageist. Once you're 50, it's and over. And then it shifts big time. <laughs> I'm joining AARP. Those darn kids. <laughs> It is all changing for me in a year and three weeks. We know you're Gumby, you Bill. It's all planned ahead. We know it. Do we get big things still done in this country? That was uh, my topic the last segment. I will admit, because I follow politics so closely, that I can be influenced by how locked in both sides. Yeah. A tribal, the purity test. My example was the border. Like, the border is now a huge issue. It's It's been a huge issue been forever. It, yeah, yeah. We should, and I, I to me, I think it's very feasible to make significant progress on the border. More often than not, to me, over the last 30 years, has been the yeah. House Republicans wanting everything. But I absolutely blame this administration. I think this administration has failed. So to me, that's an example of us not getting something big done. Then I pointed out the vaccine. The vaccine the came vaccine upon. Was very bad. Yeah. Quickly, quickly, fast, yep. government, private enterprise. And that couldn't have been done if the government didn't clear the decks for it. Mm-mm. And if, I mean, obviously private industry was motivated by, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to reduce it down to totally motivated by dollar signs. No. Because the achievement, I think, was a motivator too. Absolutely. But, but no doubt that that was a big thing. It was, Huge thing. It's still, I think, we... Because the vaccine got so politicized. Yes. Which I don't only blame the people who are questioning the vaccine for that. I also blame the fact that public health officials mm-hmm. were trying to, they had their thumb on the scale. They were trying to yeah. influence behavior. And so uh, under the guise of these are the scientists, follow the science. Yeah. There, there was science to follow. There was also PR they decided yes. to follow exactly right. in a in a ham handed way. Yeah. The other side almost was bizarre in their hatred towards it. Yeah. Too much. Right. Yeah, and I think we in the media, like I wasn't doing a talk show at the time, but I do think that we were too hard on the people who are questioning. Because most of the questioners, pending the, question, pending the question, well, most of the questioners were not acting in good faith. Yes, <laughs> so now it. they get to come back and say we were right. <laughs> right. And you know what? That's, they were. You, you, they were right on many things, but their motivation for questioning wasn't yeah, wasn't to be right. So like it, it's sort of messy, you know? Right. Like, does Trump win without COVID? I think a hundred percent. Was it done to get Trump out? Hundred percent? No. No. It wasn't some giant conspiracy. It, it did right. did these companies at one point? I mean, Pfizer at one point was making money. I hope you weren't putting a lot of your stock into Pfizer not, the last six great. months because right. it's about as good as Odyssey. Yeah, right. Um, but it's funny how how some ended up right. The direction <laughs> how they wanted to arrive there was yes. crazy town. Yes, but they ended up being right and stuff. Okay, pr- but by, I do think we underestimate what an incredible scientific accomplishment. Amazing. That was. Amazing. So other and again, thing- the Trump, you know, for all the Trump haters, and I'm not saying Don was a was in the lab. No, but but, but if Joe Biden's the president of the time or Barack Obama's the president of the time, the folks who hate Trump would be saying, "Oh, that never would have happened under the Trump administration." 
it did. I sometimes think that we have more success on a political level with big things than we do with more routine things. So infrastructure. Uh, I well, do it's think, just happened once, right? But that was a big, it's huge. big money. The right. money that uh, – Which is going to have an effect – Whoever is the next president will take all the credit for this. I think right. may inherit a very good economy. Yeah. And may really benefit. I don't know if it's going to be Biden or Trump. I think it's them, sadly. I wish it was, yeah. I was both throughout yeah. the list. But I think but all, infrastructure yeah. is going to play a part. That will be a big deal, right? Like yep. the money for broadband, the yep. uh, bill. So that was a fairly big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Health care under the Obama administration. You can question how it was done or if you agree with it, but that yeah, was big. Right. Uh, how about, do you think, do you think in 2024, as divided as we are politically, does it trickle down enough into private enterprise Yeah, where it limits that? My, my point before was, I don't think it does, but I think the default for so many people is to politicize some invention when it has nothing to do with politics. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting in, to think in their about. impression. Yeah. Of it. yeah. I, you know, I often worry about Minnesota that we uh, play small ball here better than anybody else. Yes, we do. We think it's so cute when the cute little business has their cute little farm stand and we're so happy for you. And we and if and anyone we tries in the media to overhype it, oh, too, by the way, for sure. And if anyone tries to do something big, it's like, ah, sellouts. They sold their company. And you're like, yeah. We could use a like. I worry, who's the next 3M? Yeah, who's the next Best Buy? Who's the next Target? People come to Minnesota. Sorry to say it, but they come here for a job. Yeah, J O B. That well, is it. And so, he- what are we going to do? What What's big? What's next? I don't well, know. for years, Ricey, my guy, called it the Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of Business Leaders in downtown Minneapolis who ran these giant corporations, you may not have loved them, but they got things done. Yeah. And they employed literally hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Now, with COVID, reimagining downtown, reimagining all businesses, man, how we, how various businesses figure that out the rest of this decade, some wow. are going to absolutely flourish. Yes. I wish the three of us had the idea. I'd turn the mics off. We would all leave. Just shut it down. Yeah. And we, we would be a part of it because some are going to pull it off and others are. Yeah. Oh, let's pause. I want to I I get you to react to what Mary Moriarty said to you yesterday. Because, again, Mary Moriarty, she makes news. I mean, I even asked Jacob Fry about her an hour ago, and I – I think it was clear Jacob wasn't thrilled but didn't want to make news. But yeah. you didn't have to read that far well, between the lines to think Jacob's saying, yeah, I could, I'd could. i love to give you multiple points on Mary's decisions where I have not agreed. We'll continue with Jason here in moments on CCO. He's playing New Year's music today. You know, Just I, to torture me. I did not. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I didn't say anything because I respect you as a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't sound like that at the start of the show yesterday. Yeah, I mean, so Mary Moriarty makes news, and she's on with you. Just a quick summation. She sent a letter to police chiefs last month announcing a new requirement on what their agencies must cl- disclose about officers' history of misconduct. 
She wants to know more information. You chatted with her uh, at 3.35 yesterday. What stood out most in your conversation? Well, so when I first saw that article, my reaction was, here she goes again. It's always about what the cops are doing wrong or what the investigators are doing wrong. And is she spending too much time on that versus, like, trying to put bad people away? Arrest more folks. And I asked her that. Strong enough charges. And she said, and I will say on this particular policy, uh, I think she is right that – Under the old regime, we had cops who maybe had a history of a bad search or telling a bad story on uh, on the stand who then they'd get a conviction and then maybe it gets overturned because they find out like, well, what were you letting this guy testify for? Yeah, right. And she even brought up an example of a scenario where there was a local cop who had three or four convictions overturned and the the chief of the department was never even told that this cop's uh, convictions were overturned. So that's so that yeah. to me is yeah. like you have got to be kidding. But uh, today with uh, Adam and Jordana, they had the Brooklyn Park police chief on. Yeah, I heard some Mark Burley. And yeah. he was saying he's like, look, I disagree with Mary Moriarty on most of the yes. uh, sentencing things that she's been doing. But I also am. Uh, intellectually honest enough to say, like, nope, she's right on this because, you know, the cops want the convictions to stick. So if if this is a this is a constitutional federal constitutional requirement that from the sounds of it, I, I mean, I don't know what Mike Freeman has to say to defend himself, but well, I thought it was pretty notable. much everybody is saying like Freeman was doing a crappy job of that. Well, in fact, let's put that down. We try to get Freeman one time, Dave. Let's try again to get Freeman on. Because one of the one of the last times we talked to him, he said, "Hey, I'll come on anytime. Okay, I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to get him on." I thought it was notable too that uh, it was Brooklyn Park, right? right. Uh, the Brooklyn Park chief said, "At least with Mary Morty, we're told about what's going on." Yeah. With Mike Freeman, I hear it on the Jason Derusha show. I read it in the yeah. paper. I thought another notable part because I, I read it in the story too, and I, I remember this has come up a lot where they get something called coaching. Okay, Minneapolis is well known for Minneapolis is their coaching. And then it goes into a different file. Right. It's not a public record of discipline because they were exactly. And sometimes what they were coached on was pretty serious. Right. And all involved in the case should know about it, but it's not in the public file. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. And I think like, look. Just because this information is disclosed doesn't mean it's going to be relevant, right? You're still going to have a judge ruling on whether that is relevant information, whether it is not. It'll be part of the legal process. But uh, all in all, like I give, I mean, Mary Moriarty, she'll come on. She'll take the questions. Like same as the chief was saying, like she'll take my criticism. Yep. She'll explain herself. Like, well, you, I, you have to respect that. Uh, downtown uh, Minneapolis food news. I saw it yesterday. Maybe you had it earlier. If, I, if, uh, if you did, yeah. I miss it. Walking dog. Okay, our place mm. right across the street. Yeah. North Star Center, which I mean, that'll be done 
3,042. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, when it's done, it better be amazing because it's taking a long time. They're converting it into housing. Yeah. That used wa- to be office. That walking dog is coming back, but it's not our – that's not I Dave Magnuson. Think so. I think it's a tribute to walking dog. Yeah. He, he's posted about it. He seems uh, enthused and honored by it. Yeah. But, but he's it's not – it's not him. It's not him. No. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about that philosophical – I don't think he wants to uh, – He's done it for. I I, I I think he's done. I feel like Dave's a friend. I talked to him. All he was ready. It was time. Uh, until the end. He was kind of lamenting. Yeah. And then he had such a sweet song, swan song. So many people came out. So much coverage, and it was like this is a great way. Oh, why to would go. you come back? What do you think about restaurants when they come back, same name or close to the same mm-hmm. name, but under different ownership? Almost never works. Yeah, that's what that's my feeling. Almost never works. You know, Nye's is back. Yep. But what, what's funny is, like, there's a whole generation of people who, like, they just think that's nice. Yeah. You're it's like, not. Oh, weird. Like, I, some friends of mine moved here within the last five years, and they were like, there was another nice before this? Yeah. I'm like, huh. The real nice. They're like, I don't, we always wondered why people thought this was cool, because it's not. I'm like, yeah, it used to be. <laughs> uh, it's hard. I was wrong once. There was one restaurant, corner table. Make sure we isolate that. <laughs> I was wrong once. One let's, time. Let's, let's have that on there. Corner table was taken over yep. by new ownership. Yep. And it was terrific. And I went in there like the first week, just like the pompous food writer I, mm-hmm. I am. And I say to the owner, Nick Rancone, like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, you used to work at Seven Steakhouse on the rooftop, and now you own this farm-to-table restaurant? I'm like, why don't you change the name? That's a pretty dramatic change. And he's like... How about you? How about we feed you and yeah. then we can? T- and it was awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was wrong. Are we had a thirty-five, fifty. I thought it was whenever Chad wants. That's yes, what I heard last time. Every hour, uh, he likes to ask to make. What do you have today? Uh, Who are you going to grill today? <laughs> today we have uh, well, one of the people sort of on the other side of the Mayor Fry situation on the homeless encampment. Yep. So we'll have a conversation about that at five thirty. And then I've been sort of busy all morning, so I don't really know what we're doing. Oh, fitness uh, myths, fitness myths, things that we all try that uh, fail. Chuck Runyon from Anytime Fitness will be with us, 335. Will you be exercising during the The entire time. Should I go 20 now? I I think so. I've blown past it. I know. What else do I have? What else is coming up? (laughs) I don't know. Your Lindis Construction Time Check. It's time to get a complimentary heat map analysis mm. with your insulation estimate. Jason, you should do that today. Well, other news could be Lori, could be Susie, could be Fred. I have no idea. They'll bring in the news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.